Welcome, or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. This podcast is about the Mesa game and a specific portion of the Mesa game. But before I talk about the Mesa game, I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory because they say podcasters are supposed to give backstory so you understand us as human beings a little bit better as opposed to just being um, artisans of telling you facts. I have a cousin named Beth, who I love to pieces. She is a fantastic person and generally very cheerful. But oh boy, if you get her in a snarky mood, beware, beware, beware. I would love to hear her have a podcast where she um, gives her take on just stuff. I would I, I would really like to hear that because Beth has a fantastic voice. She is very opinionated. She's very funny. One other thing about Beth that plays in this story, she is very cosmopolitan. She, ha- she grew up... Um, she spent a lot of time in New York City, a whole bunch of time in New York City, and she attended the opera quite regularly. And the way I'm going to phrase it with Beth, with the opera, she attended the opera regularly enough so that she started to pay attention to the set design. Now, if I were to ever go, I, I, I've been to the opera like twice. If I were to ever go to the opera, I would be paying attention to the music and, of course, trying to stay away from people. But um, she she got to the point where she, she yeah, I really like the set design on this uh, th- this opera um, run they have going and stuff like that. She, she was very used to it. She is very cosmopolitan. She's very in the know of what's going on. She knows um, things that are popular. She's very observant. She's very, all that kind of stuff. Back in the day, when we were all a bit younger, she came to visit us in Rockford. She was talking about this movie. This movie that just came out, it is so amazing. From front to finish, it's action-packed the entire way. You guys won't believe how good it is. Now, we go to we would go to movies like, you know, once every two or three years. It, you know, we, that just wasn't what we would generally do. And uh, so so you guys want to go see the movie? You guys want to go Okay, yeah. You know, it's not like uh going to see a movie was something that we generally would do at our house, but uh sure, if you're uh, heading to the movie, yeah, we'll go see this movie. Um so Beth had talked up this movie, and in reality, the first Indiana Jones movie was really good. It was really good. She talked it up to the extent that my brother, there was no way it was going to live up to what Beth had talked it up to. Now, Beth was correct. It was a very good movie, but she talked it up to the point where it just wasn't going to live up to what Beth had said to my brother John. And that was, um, that stuck with him. That stuck with John for a long time. And 
when he's talking about a movie or a show or an album or anything along those lines where there's a whole lot of um, personal, oh, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, personal preference involved. He, he has a thing. He likes to say, it's okay. I went to see the movie. How, how'd you like it? It was okay. Bas- basically, it's code for if that's the kind of movie you like, you'll probably enjoy it. If it's not the kind of movie you like, then you probably won't enjoy it. It's basically code. It's very basically code. If you're into what they're promoting it as, you'll probably enjoy it. It's okay. Now, if it's a horrible movie, oh, he, he's never seen Starstruck, to, uh, Moonstruck to this day because it has Cher in it. So, you know, he has his opinions. There are things he will not do. With the, uh, for You know, there are movies he will not see. He, there are movies he will not sit through. Uh, of course, there are some movies that he's seen nine or 37 times that if it just happens to be on, well, of course he's going to watch it. But um, when he's being asked his opinion on a particular movie, if he really likes it, he's not going to say much. It's okay. It's okay. Um, today, the Mesa Cubs, after their deep depression of having lost Owen Casey and Christian Franklin to Myrtle Beach, today came out and led, let's see, seven to nothing in the top of the fourth inning and cruised to victory, absolutely cruised to victory. Um, Kevin Alcantara, who came over in the Anthony Rizzo trade. I, I'm going to say who who came over in the trade so many times in the next few years. So many times. You know, I, I, not all the time. I'll get to that. But um, Alcantara, two for three, two walks, two runs scored. Felix Stevens, three for four. Two runs, two RBIs, triple and a homer. Closed the game out. It was, I think, eight to three, eight to four, something like that. I wait till the very end. I don't even bother to write down the score. What a nut bar I am. Uh, Frankie Scalzo Jr. pitched the ninth inning, which was nice to see because Frankie Scalzo Jr. had not pitched in any games. And by the way, Frankie Scalzo Jr. Probably should not be pitching for too long in Mesa because Frankie Scalzo Jr. is better than this league, much like uh, Christian Franklin was better than this league. So uh, Frankie Scalzo Jr., I hope he enjoys pitching in the heat because he's probably going somewhere else rather soon. Now, there's one name I left out. There's a name I left out. James Triantos was two for five, runs scored, two RBIs, double, home run, second double, Second home run. At one point during the game, my eyes wandered to the farthest right column. And I noticed something that's not supposed to make any... It's not supposed to matter. It just doesn't matter anymore. It just doesn't matter anymore what somebody's batting average is. Everyone knows it is entirely inconsequential what a player's batting average is. It makes absolutely no difference. Oh, hang on a second. James Triantos is hitting 300. He made an out, so he's down to 293. So now he's terrible again. But when I saw his 300 hitting 300, 
I saw he was hitting 300. I was thinking, you know, that's kind of okay. Um, Triantos, right before the draft, I was about 0% interested in baseball or in the baseball draft or anything, struggling through life issues. We all have them. And I passed on a couple of opportunities to do some last-minute prep work to prepare for mock drafts. Um, other people went. Other people participated. I did not. There were some that went on that I wasn't invited to. There were some that I was invited to, but I just wasn't ready. So uh, one of the names that somebody came up with for a Cubs second-round draft choice was James Triantos. I'd heard of the name. You know, you, you look at names for enough. You you write them down. You do all that kind of stuff. You see the name, but you really don't have any. I, I don't know. And when somebody picked James Trianto, somebody said, hey, that's a really nice pick. It's like, hmm, okay. I really don't know anything much about James Triantos at all. But, okay, so th there you go. I, I'll just store that. Again, I still really didn't care a whole lot. But right about three or four days before the draft, I started to pay bit more attention to the draft and started to do what I could to um, bootstrap my efforts again. And I talked to Mason McRae, who is one of the people that I rely upon. And he said, oh, by the way, the uh, Cubs scout, Cubs area scout really likes James Triantos. Oh, okay. Now that, that that's what you call a link. That's what you call a link. Somebody else said James Triantos Mason McRae said the Cubs are really interested in James Triantos. Okay, that's uh, it's like serendipity or something. Okay, I'm I'm buying into if somebody's saying it and somebody is saying somebody entirely different is saying the Cubs scout is into James Triantos. All of a sudden, James Triantos in the second round made perfect sense to me. So uh, when James Triantos was announced in the second round, it's like oh okay, I'm not even surprised, not even remotely surprised. As it turned out, James Triantos took a whole bunch to get signed, like $3.1 million. So, you know, I'm thinking, hey, James Triantos, you know, probably pretty good. The Cubs are buying into him, but he's going to have to be if he's getting a $3.1 million signing bonus because he's, you know, cutting into a bunch of the rest of the draft. Uh, so, you know, he might be good, but he's probably going to have to be good. So, you know, I'm... Eh. A uh, bit conflicted, I think that would be the term I'd be looking for. So uh, James Trianto starts playing ball, and he's like, oh, for his first eight. And it's like, mm, well, okay. Well, you know, sometimes it takes players a little bit of a time to get adjusted. Then all of a sudden he started hitting the ball. It's like, oh, okay, he's fine, he's fine. You know, he he it's second. <laughs> second on that Mesa team that has Kevin Alcantara, Owen Casey, uh, Reggie Preciado, and James Trantos is hitting second. Okay, I'm starting to kind of buy into this thing. I, you know, I really wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. It's like, okay, he's one of the guys, one of the guys, one of the guys. He's out there. He's he's doing okay. About uh, four or five days ago, someone whose name is escaping my mind, and that is horrible on my account, um, took a picture of James Triantos. Uh, he's a bit revved before one of the games. He went out. And he did a Ozzie Smith full flip. You know, you go out and just jump and you, you know, land back on your feet after, you know, doing a complete 360. That's always kind of impressive, especially for a baseball player who you really don't expect to do that. It's like, okay, 
James Triantos. He's got some he's got some skills and he's hitting. Okay, fine, no problem. And today I look over and say, this guy's hitting 300. He's just out of high school. He's not supposed to be doing that. He's not supposed to be this good. There is no reason for James Triantos to be this good. He's okay. He's kind of okay. Double, Homer. He did plunge, he did make an out, so he plunged all the way down to 293. So now he's, you know, he's not even okay. Um, tonight the story is James Triantos. I, it's really, interrupt self. Let's go back a while. Let's go back a while. Let's go back a while. One of the things that is relatively hard to do, relatively hard to do, at least from a Cubs perspective. One of the things that is very hard to do is to... After being a high school selection as a hitter, get assigned to full season ball the next year. The two most recent, I think for the Cubs, the two most recent to do that are Cole Roderer and, what was his name, Luis Montanez? Before that, Corey Patterson did it. But there just haven't really been that many Cubs players that were drafted in high school and then the next year go directly to full season ball. Triantos beating the hell out of the AZL. He's just beating the hell out of it. Especially after a slow start. I made a note to self. 5.30 in the morning today, I want to check... Between Baseball Reference and uh, Fangraphs could be either one. Baseball Reference actually makes this a bit easier. I want to check what um, Triantos OPS Plus is. Now, what OPS Plus is the OPS based on what the league's OPS is. So, for instance, if somebody's in a league where the OPS is 907 and his OPS is 895. The 895 looks really good for an OPS, right? Yeah, that looks real good. But with the league OPS at 907, he's a little bit below average. You dig? James Triantos getting to the point. I want to see what his OPS is. As of... Tuesday morning. As of Tuesday morning, he was a bit below. A bit below. I didn't check it. I would guess probably 96, 97, somewhere in that range. No, you fool. He's at 92. You moron. You're doing a podcast and you don't even know that. I'm mimicking those of you who are making fun of me and I probably deserve it. But, um... I want to see what Triantos OPS is in the morning. Get me to 5.30 in the morning. I will check his OPS. I would not be at all surprised if his OPS plus is over 100 as a drafted high school senior. That's okay. 
that's okay. You do that. You do that, you belong in full season ball the next year. You belong in full season ball because you've already proved you're better. You've already proved you're better than Arizona League. If you go to the Arizona League and you already show that you're better than that. (laughs) Oh, and Casey hadn't had a chance to. Ed Howard um, didn't play any games. He was sent to full season ball his first year. He will complete it, so he will be um, the next in line. And I don't think he got sent back. No, he didn't get sent back. So he will be full, uh, full se- but um, Triantos, wow. That Myrtle Beach squad next year. That Myrtle Beach squad next year. I'm just nodding my head. I'm just nodding my head, shaking my head. I don't know where Owen Casey's going to be. I don't know how long he will stay in Myrtle Beach if he does. But that squad is going to be so loaded. <laughs> That's I, I don't. I I assume they'll have some pitching from somewhere. I don't know from where. I don't know who it will be. Luis A. Rodriguez might be one of them. Frankie Scalzo Jr. might be out of the bullpen, though he should probably be in. Frankie Scalzo Jr. should probably be in South Bend next week. Um, yeah, I don't really think Scalzo, Frankie Scalzo Jr. belongs in Mesa. He belongs higher up. But you get Kevin Alcantara and Reggie Preciado. And, oh, by the way, Felix Stevens and James Triantos. That team might score a couple runs. Wow. This year's team in Myrtle Beach has been phenomenal because they have basically been a horrible offensive team for much of the year. But they've still stayed near 500. They're actually in second place in their division. If they can find any kind of sort of way to have any kind of sort of pitching at Myrtle Beach next year and have Reggie Preciado, Felix Stevens, Kevin Alcantara, James Triantos, a couple other guys just beating the hell out of the ball, that team could be fun to watch. That team could be very, very, very fun to watch. One of James Triantos' family members started to follow me tonight. In my world, that's an honor. That's an honor. You know, people who are on Twitter who decide, oh, this guy has some interesting things to say. I don't want to shoot him in the back all the time. Um, That's fine. I, I, I appreciate when anyone follows me when... A player follows me, it floors me, because why the heck are they following me? But when a family member, brother, sister, parent, anything along those lines, grandparent, when they follow me, I, I, there, there are no words. Because um, I'm not doing this 
for the players to follow me. I'm not doing this for the parents to follow me. I'm not doing this for siblings to follow me. I'm doing this because I know there are a lot of people out there who like to have Cubs minor league updates, and they frankly don't have time. They frankly don't have time to listen to all the games, Myrtle Beach and South Bend and Tennessee and Iowa. Frankly, I don't either, which is why I like having my spies, and there are people that I follow who do a very good job of one angle or another of what I really can't do because I can only do one game at the time. So yeah, when you people when people follow me, it is stunning. I you really have no idea when it's a family member, specifically a family member. That's about the biggest honor there is. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great Let's see, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. Um, should be two in Wrigley tomorrow. I'm not hearing any tornado sirens. I heard a tornado siren earlier today. Um, so, yeah, there, there there, definitely was weather. I wasn't surprised the game got banged. When, when, when did games starting to start to get banged? When the game gets rained out now, it doesn't get rained out. It gets banged. It gets banged. When did the games start to get banged? I think that's my that's my Twitter question for when I get back on. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Have a great um, Wednesday. You will have two Cubs games to listen to tomorrow. And the first one you might pay actual attention to seriously because there won't be any Cubs minor league games splitting your attention. Thanks for stopping by.